Hey there, kids. It's me, Oni the Unicorn. And I'm here to tell you that f***ing your dreams ain't cheap. In fact, it costs a ton of cash to do. So that's why me and the Ono Radio Show need your help. Just go to the website displayed below and hit us up with some cash, yo. One dollar, five dollars, fuck, a million dollars if you have it to spare. Any amount is appreciated. Well, I gotta go because these dreams ain't gonna fuck themselves. See ya! No, 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 no. No, God, please, no. Oh, 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 no. You are listening to the Oh, No Radio Show. Eat a bag of dicks. Oh, tonight is going to be great. I've got some conspiracy stuff for you in this world. You're going to love it. It's the Odo Radio Show. Tonight is my good friend, my compadre, my amigo, my mustache muse, the one and only Mike B is here, everybody. Everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. What's happening? Mike, Mike, Mike B is the place to be. Hey, have you noticed, Mike? I don't think I've ever done a show with a hat. I'm uh, I'm wearing a hat on, on tonight's show. Your hat show. is so curled. Yeah, I'm a curl. I'm a curl hat guy. I'm uh. It, 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 yeah, it I'm not. Sends the message that you're. Very uh, backwoods. I'm a backwoods boy. You know, I'm. Uh, this is one of my. This is one of my hats I wear when I'm out doing outdoorsy things. When I'm out, you know, being an adventurer, unlike you. You know, I feel like you can tell a lot by a man's hat and his ball cap. I feel like you. You got that flat brim inner city look. And uh, yeah, and, and and I feel like you don't do much adventuring, not not a ton of uh, outdoorsy activities. Whereas my hat speaks to kind of the uh, you know the outdoor world. Um, you know that there are lots of adventures to be had in an urban setting, right? Yeah, but they're different. I mean, that's it's the type of adventures that we go on, Mike. That that you know define us. You know, like I I feel like I'm a more I feel like I'm a more outdoor adventure guy than you. I, I'll say that. I could I could out outdoors you every day. Of the I don't week. think you could, man. I feel like I'm a better outdoorsman than than you. You, you realize I was a, a Boy Scout for a very doesn't, long time. That doesn't right? mean shit. 
doesn't mean shit. It means I have the preparedness skills to out outdoors you. I don't think you do. I think I've learned some of those skills. I was uh, I was in the British version of that called the uh, the Beavers. I was in uh, I was in Beavers when I was. Wow, that's uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, I think I think it starts as Beavers in the UK, and then you graduate and then you become um, a Badger. Eventually, uh, you're a Badger. A Badger Scout? Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. I think uh, that... Badger Scout. You're a little quiet. If you don't mind bumping up your volume, that would be that would be helpful. Oh, yeah. I can oh, bump it. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, 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 it can get bumped. All right. That's good. That's good now. We're, we're back on bump, track. Bump, bump it up. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's uh, that's a little bit better. But... So, uh, real quick, Owen, you know, I, I joined the... Boy Scouts initially because they came to our elementary school and showed off these cool little, like, strike lighter things. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Yo, if you join Boy Scouts, you get one. We will literally just give you one." Whoa! I, and I was like, "Oh shit, let's do it!" And my mom's like, "You know it costs like a fuck ton of money, and all you're getting is this stupid little lighter thing that you are definitely not allowed to use in the house. You're definitely not allowed to use it. You will also probably lose it somewhere within the first week of owning it. Like that's hundred percent. That's, that's definitely going to happen. But how, how much money do you think it was back in the day to join the boy scout? What, what say one more time? How much money was it like a year to join the boy scouts? Oh, I think, I think initially they wanted like a hundred bucks up front. And that would cover like my uniform yeah. and like the little kerchief and I guess like two or three of like the regular little Boy Scout outings. Mm. Um, but then, you know, they wanted it was like 60 bucks for like every camping trip. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to take the Boy Scouts to the rifle range. But, you know, it costs. You got to buy the shit. and You got to do the thing. It's like yeah. 40 bucks yeah, to go down yeah, to the rifle yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably worth it. It's not like you were doing any other. Like, were your parents paying for any other extracurriculars? Like, were you? I don't. Not you, for me. No, you don't. Apart, I know you had robot club and stuff, but that was about the yeah. only extracurricular you really ever did. Right. Um, no, in elementary school, I did, uh, FPS, um, future problem solvers. Yeah. Okay. It was just like, a, you remember like Odyssey of the mind. It was basically, a like no. a different version of that. I was not, uh, privy to any of these. Cause I was probably too, uh, smart for those programs. Like, you know, um, well, I mean, uh, they drafted they would... me out of my gifted classroom. So, uh, no, but future problem solvers was just like an after school club. We would hang out for like an hour after school. They would present us with problems and they're like, how would you solve these problems? Yeah. But they were like real, you know, you're asking like nine, 10, 11, 12 year olds about like, so listen, this area has like a drought problem yeah like civil engineering questions yeah and like legit like, like but but that's cool because questions. it teaches it teaches right it teaches sort of just like that um you know uh what's the t term i'm trying to think of here but like you know logical thinking like it, they're teaching yeah. very you know it was a lot of critical thinking skills, critical and, thinking that's that's what i was thinking. yeah 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 no um, it's i i actually man if i had a kid I'd, I'd, I'd make him, I'd make him be in there. 
I'd make him, even if he was the dumb kid, I'd be like, you go and you listen and you let, you listen to Dude. the smart kids solve the problems. And then maybe one day you can solve a problem too. Not going to lie. There were, there were kids, you know, uh, like half the team was basically me and a couple of the other kids who I was in gifted with and like kids in gifted. And then the other half was was just like regular kids. So they'd ask questions and like, how would you solve the irrigation, like the water like issues in this semi arid climate? And like, well, I guess we could just, uh, you know, put sprinklers up and we're like, no. Come on. Even even yeah, at a, yeah. even at eleven, I'm like, like Ugh. fucking retard, you fucking idiot, you, what an idiot. I had a similar situation, and trust me, I was never gifted. I was I was that step below. In in the, in the states, we kind of or my schools, they used to have like regular kids or regular classes. Then you had advanced classes, and then above that, you'd have gifted, and then gifted kind of rolled into what they called IB, which was like. Uh, basically college at that point you're all you're mm -hmm. taking college classes uh but but no i was always kind of in like the advanced level for most stuff except for math but i was a, you know a pretty damn good writer and, and like i could always like string a sentence together and i could talk and i to get through i was supposed to be in like an advanced english class but i wanted to graduate a semester early so but to do that i had to go to the regular high school to take the class there because they did their they did half semesters like whereas my like their whole period system was different right so you could take mm -hmm. a class you could take an english class and finish it in a semester whereas i couldn't do that in my other in if i took the advanced one so they threw me in the regular one and it was of course like way too easy for me and i'm just saying that maybe some of the people that we had group projects with uh I mean, I ended up just doing it because it was mm -hmm. it was just easier than than not. You know what I mean? Like sometimes like people yeah. are that dumb. That you're just oh, literally like, the, the entire reason they stuck me in gifted was I would finish my work in like in, you know, in a heartbeat. And then I would start fucking with the other kids. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, are you? Oh, you're still doing the tech. Oh, OK. Uh and I'm just being a general nuisance and they're like, they had to like investigate why I was being such a discipline problem. And they're like, Oh, he's, he's just smart. He's just, just stick smart a, for these kids. Yeah. 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 yeah just stick them in a, stick them in a new class full of only the smart kids and we'll let them all mill about with each other. And, and that seemed to work for you that, that did that. I mean, I think, um, uh, I think it probably, uh, stunted me socially, uh right yeah i could see that initially like it was it was hard to make friends uh like make new friends um but i mean other than that like gave me an awesome reading and writing vocabulary um it made raising me uh from what my mom says um unbearable mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i just fight like not like physically i would just want to argue everything like, I definitely I, went I through a know period. Why. Yeah, I went through a period of that. I definitely went through a period of that, and then I don't know. Like, I, I think I, I think I eventually got to a point where I started to just not care about school. Like, I was more into you know rock and roll music and like you know being a punk rock asshole than I was into school. 
and uh, that probably changed things a little bit for me. But you know, like I, there was a good, there, I had a good stint there from like the start of school up until like uh, I'd say eighth grade. But then, like after that, nah. Nah, eleventh uh, grade when I got my car and got a job. That's when it changed. Yeah, I was like, man, fuck going to school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to fucking go. Nah. I just want to go to work. Yeah, I used to like. I used to. Sneak I have way. I have like. I have way more fun with like the the two old women like coworkers at the dollar general than I do at fucking school. Like, let me just go to work all day. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't care if I smoke cool. cigarettes there. They give me cigarettes. Yeah, they give me them. Yeah. yeah What's yeah. up, Mike B? You want a cigarette? Yeah. Well, wasn't there a period where dollar stores, I think it was after this period, like when you were working there, but wasn't there a period they had their own brand of cigarette? Oh, we didn't sell. We I worked at a Dollar General and we didn't sell cigarettes. I think I think some of them did for a little bit. That might be done now again, but I feel like there was a period there, and they had they they had that, or maybe it was they had their own brand of beer. It might have been the beer, that. I think they it might have been be- that. I know they have beer. Do at, they have beer at a Dollar General? Like to this day? Oh yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. Okay, so they didn't have it. They did not have beer when I worked there. They didn't have a cold case. They had a cold case, but it was for Pepsi. Okay. Um, but now apparently Dollar Generals, like they sell meat and they sell frozen that's, foods. Yeah, that's weird to me. I don't know if I could buy. And beer. And beer. And beer. I know CV, yeah. is it CVS or Walgreens? One of them had their own beer for a while. Big Flats. Oh, it's terrible too. Oh, it's god awful. Oh, it's yeah. god awful. But you could buy so much of oh, it. It, it didn't was like matter. it was like two dollars for like a six pack or something stupid. Yeah, like it that. was insanely cheap. Um, I think I remember that. It, oh, what was it? One of the big box, like the big giant, like buy in bulk stores, like Costco or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they had some like off brand beer, but it was like a forty eight pack of. A beer, and I'm like for God. for ten dollars or yeah, something like, like that. You know? Like twenty bucks for forty eight beers. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. that's not actually that bad. Yeah, but then you taste it, and you're like, fuck, I got to drink forty eight of these yeah, things. I got to figure out it. what to do with forty eight more. Was forty seven more yeah, of these, these beers? These awful things. Talking about figuring things out. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something I think that we have in common in in just life. Something that's like a life goal for us. Oh yeah, and. It's, I think we touched on it maybe last week or the week before. And um, both of us are really kind of wanting a secret layer of some description. Yeah. Is this just the time of our lives? Like that we, that we want, like, is it that that we're getting like old? Is it been there the whole time? Is it like, I feel like it's kind of like the adult version of clubhouse or something, right? Like a tree house. I think. What is I think, it? I think as um, approaching forty-year-old men, mm-hmm. part of it is we just want a space of our own. I think the other thing, and it only specifically plays to the two of us, is that we both live in smaller spaces. Yeah, yeah. So I think there is that desire to have a completely separate. If not hidden. Yeah, yeah. Where my wife doesn't even know how to get in it. Like, she might know it's there, but she doesn't know how to get in it. 
Like there's yeah, there's a secret I, code. You gotta like wiggle the thing and push the button and hit this and pull the lever for it to open. You gotta know how to get the code. But I want yeah. my I want my see for me, like the ultimate is an underground thing. I want a secret layer where like my couch like flips up, right? And then I can and then there's like a set of right. stairs underneath that I can just walk down and uh -huh. and be in my underground layer. I saw this in a video just recently. Like this Australian guy had like this whole gun vault beneath his house. That's what got us to talking about it because we were joking about Zach having a gun vault in his house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I want that the secret hidden room. But but yeah, like he did a thing. Uh, it, it came out just after the show we uh, had last week. Um, but yeah, like this couch. So it's like attached like the, to the floor. And so the whole floor with the couch on it goes up and like uh, all the guns he had in Australia are totally illegal, right? Like he's got assault yeah. rifles, all that sort of shit. So he's hiding all that. And that's not probably pretty cool, but like it's, it was just awesome. Exactly like I said it, like the whole couch uh -huh. tilt up, set of stairs, walk down. Like this guy built it all himself. I'm like, I want that. <laughs> like that. I don't know why, but I just, I want a secret underground layer. See, I th I feel like my ideal entrance would be like, I would go, you know, maybe I'd have like a regular like little tool shed, like a flimsy looking shitty tool shed. Yeah, yeah. But I would go in there and like kick one floorboard and then oh, the little then... door would yeah, yeah, yeah. pop up and I would walk down like a little flight of stairs and then I've got your basement type hangout like underneath yeah there. just a small underground hangout like the like size of be... my studio like the size of this room just doesn't have to be big yeah. just just enough to like yeah you got a tv in there you got like what are you doing down there you got a tv in there you got it would probably just be um like the broadcasting studio honestly yeah 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 that's mostly what I would probably use gotta, it for is to just you gotta fuck bring around people on in that I don't want see that would be it somewhere else I want I want this oh, is no no I'm talking like my secret broadcast mm. from like, your underground bunker yeah the bunker broadcast my do, bunker cast let me ask you this do you ever do this like when I'm I'm when I'm having trouble sleeping I'm trying to fall asleep I imagine myself sometimes in secret underground bunkers like oh. I, I try and put myself in that place because I'm like no one can get to you you're in your mental I sleep forever sleep forever exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, do you ever I do stuff like that I, no usually when I'm like laying with my eyes closed like trying to nod off um if I imagine anything it's usually that like I'm just driving but I'm driving away from like really? I'm not it's like I'm driving away okay like, out of town like into the woods and that's usually where i go and then i fall asleep so there is uh, there's something similar there that we're looking to escape right like that we're looking to oh. be alone and escape i often think of like being in like that same sort of bunker but it's like zombie apocalypse and like there's like craziness outside but nothing can get to me and it's yeah. the same kind of idea or I like to imagine myself sometimes it's funny you mentioned the woods that I like dig a hole in the woods and I lay in the hole and like 
uh, no one can see me and knows where I'm at. But, you just get forgotten by yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the hole. I'm in the um, my woods hole. I have I've had thoughts. Uh, it's it's not really. It's like what I daydream about, like when I'm really you know stressed out at work, and it's what I try and like de-stress myself with. Mm-hmm. I do imagine myself on like a lot of uh, like medieval walks, but I'm like an adventurer. Okay. And it's just I'm walking through the cities or what do you mean? Med- oh, so you're like medieval walk. What do you are you dress like a knight? Are you I'm uh, I'm in yeah. like adventurer's gear, not full not like a bunch of armor, but like So you're like you a, you're like you're kind of doing Assassin's Creed in your brain a little bit. Like that is yeah, that what just, you're doing? Just running around, like just that. getting getting away from it. Yeah. Doing literally anything uh just to get away from uh my job. You know who had a sweet bunker was uh, the guy in that Cloverfield Lane movie, John Goodman in Cloverfield Lane. He had a really sweet bunker. I kind of want that one day. I kind of want like a a sweet, like almost like a self-sufficient underground bunker, right? That has like an air filtration system that has Mm -hmm. like... You like some I don't know reverse osmosis like water, water system. system like a greenhouse where you can grow food like uh, I the the only problem with that is um I also realize like man that'd be so cool but I also realize I'm super lazy mm. and if I had all of that like stuff down in the bunker my life would just turn into like Okay, I gotta wake up. I gotta fucking water and feed all the hydroponic plants. Yeah, and then I gotta go and refuel the generator today. Uh, oh man, I gotta, I gotta prep all my meals because if I, I run the if I run the stove every day, I'll run out of power. You're, you're and not, I'll what die. you're saying. What you're saying is you're not really built for the apocalyptic life. Like you're, I am built for the um, raider style apocalypse life. Where I'm literally just chaos on the wind. I live my life stealing and murdering. Yeah, and you're you're uh, you're mad. Max, you're myself. mad maxing it. You're 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 doing that life. You're that's your apocalyptic. Lifestyle. Yeah, because I don't I don't want to live in the apocalypse. Like it's I'm not designed to live in the apocalypse anyways. See, I'm a, so, I feel like I'm I'm a mountain man apocalypse. Like I'm building my own shelter out in the middle of nowhere. I'm uh, I'm catching you my are, own you fish. You are you are dead. Um, you are I'm dead. Hunting the mo- deer, uh, uh, squirrels. Hey, oh, and you know what? You can't hunt out in the woods. What? Cigarettes. That's true. That's why. That's why you'll never that go to be, the woods. I would stock up. It's fine. I just you uh, can't I'd, stock I'd up enough. Get a backpack, and I, you know, you you need a semi trailer, Owen. I'll ration them. I'll ration them. Okay. <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'll know ra- what? You know what else doesn't um get isn't huntable out in the wood? Uh, Bud Budweiser. Yeah, but I'll brew my own beer. I'll grow my own tobacco. I'll 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 be fine. Event on a mountainside. Yeah, I got it, bro. I got it. It's fine. I don't know if this is gonna work out the way yeah, you think it's gonna work out. Of course out, it will. Of course it will. 
Uh, things that aren't working out real quick, though, unfortunately, is uh, Ty is not going to be able to join us for the show. It's not his own health for once. It's actually him having to take care of his dad, which I'm very sad for, uh, you know, the pop of Lizard Wizard. Uh, he was not feeling well and apparently had to go to the hospital. And Ty is currently picking him up and uh, has to make a few steps for meds and all that type of deal. So it's going to be a while before he's home and likely unable to join the show. Ty did, however, say that he um, he uh, witnessed his father vomiting. And uh, this doesn't sound good. He said it was like the blackest uh, of scary vomit that he's ever seen. I mean, black, black vomit is scary, right? I've only vomited like deep red before yeah i've like, had a, i've had like a cut in my esophagus or something where i vomited kind of like that blood like but, but not like that's like oh that's deep down there old blood now i have had those um like hangover shits they're almost black uh, no where it's like yellowy yeah 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 but yeah, yeah. there's like black flakes in it mm. and that i know is that's like alarming. old shit yeah that's, I, well i know that's just like old shit yeah that, it's uh, been just stuck got on knocked, the please. inside and yeah finally got it yeah yeah maybe it's good yeah. that it, it's good that it's coming out of you like that but um yeah what, what is the best bunker uh that you think they're like who um what, what's some of the best bunker lore like i like i said i like that one off cloverfield lane but who's got good, um, who's got a good bunker i mean obviously the government's got some pretty good bunkers. dude i heard the what i've always wanted there's apparently some like decommissioned missile silos yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. those are that cool. have like attached underground structure to them well there's ones that they're converting we've played them on the show before where they've yeah. converted them into like full luxury apartment apocalyptic bunker type deals i mean those are pretty I rad live in one of those those are yeah that's but i don't want anybody there i don't want it to be in, like i want it like just a to complex be, yeah I I just wanted to be me. Like I don't want. I don't need all the other people. <laughs> You're like, um, hey, Bill. Uh, <laughs> see you at the apocalypse. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Uh, just waiting. Just like you. Yeah. I would hate yeah, that. Yeah. Like, oh, your neighbor. That's the annoying neighbor. You find he's in the same thing with you, and he's just like you can't get away from him because you're all in the same bunker. Yeah. Hey, Mark. <sighs> yep. Got my bug yeah. out bags ready. Yeah. Even though, why do we wait? Why do we have bug out bags? We live in an apocalypse well, bunker in, apartment. In case we need to bug out from the bug out. Yeah. No, he'd be asking like, "Oh, did you get your uh, your your monthly grain supply? Uh, you know, like get yeah, your yeah. back stocking yeah, yeah, so that we can yeah. save it and use yep. it for later." Uh huh. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah, doing that. Definitely. And the, uh, see, the problem is, I'd, I'd ask questions like. Uh, Man, uh, like I'd see one of my neighbors who's like 65 and I'm like, man, uh, Jerry, you're 65, right? And he's like, yep, just waiting for the bombs to drop. And I'm like, Jerry, you know, you know that like uh, if the bombs drop, you'll die before it's ever clear to go back out again. Right. And he's like, well, I, uh, well. I, mean, I didn't think about that. That's one way to look at it. I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, you're probably going to die on life support down here, Jerry, in the bunker. Well, to each his own, sir. Yep. 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 Um, I've always 
kind of wanted to do like maybe go like 200 feet offshore oh under sea bunker i like an under sea bunker but i also like a middle of the ocean um old school oil rig <gasps> oil like, rig I hideout like, yeah oil rig hideout Ooh. is pretty fucking cool mm. like, you heard old a... oil Derek hideout would be sweet yeah, yeah. like the guy that uh off the coast of the uk that did sea land we talked about him before on the show yeah, yeah, sea land yeah. guy he has this like he created his own country, which is just basically one oil rig, and and yeah, like he or no, it was like a World War Two, um, like uh, like, like station uh, station, yeah, like a gunnery artillery thing that he just he just like, sequestered. Yeah, he just in. took it, and he's just like, yeah, I get, I buy this. I or, live in Sealand. I, I live now. in Sealand, but he's got his yeah. I mean, he's got a. I mean, that's a no one can fuck with him, right? I mean, he's got his own. So check this, Owen. Hmm. If we bought like an old oil rig, yeah, and then like outfitted it so that you could probably house maybe like a hundred people on oh, it. Oh, gross! Not too many. People. Hold on, hold on. But you like put in hydroponics, like you set it up so it can be solar powered. Yeah. Like it's a really nice rig, and you get you get all your people together. You sail it off the coast, and then you call America, and you're like, "Hey, hey, uh, this is Mike B. <laughs> yeah. I'm." By the way, uh, is this America on the other end? Is this America? Hello, this, this is, is America. America right? This is America. Hello, this is America. Well, this is this is the front desk of the White House. Uh -huh. All right, pretty close. Yeah, uh, good enough. You you tell old Joe mm -hmm. that uh, Mike B is now the emperor. Yeah. Of, of Mike Beeland or whatever you want to call of, it. What are you calling it? The nation of Burlerow. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we live on this self-sufficient oil rig just off the coast of And and you could be like and, and hey, we're not a hostile nation, but we expect you to don't also you don't you with fuck me. with me. We're open to trade, but only if it's good shit. And like, and only if we come out on the better side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we're, you know, we're a small nation and everything. Hey, send us stuff. Could you send us stuff too? Like that would. You be want good. big admire? You know, <laughs> former Americans. Actually, in fact, like we're, uh, you know, kind of suffering over here. If you could go ahead and just send over some supplies. Call, call it humanitarian yeah, aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it. That'd be uh, pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool if you could. If you, you could think do that. Uh, yeah. while you're while you're while you're gathering all that stuff up, you think you could contact the UN for us? Yeah, get us in uh, there. They, get, get us, us in some there. of that UN. Yeah, get us some UN swag. Like that's that's good. You know, come on, come you, on. Give, give me a give me a tote. I see give what me they, a UN I see tote. what they've been all doing for the Ukraine and whatnot. They can throw us a few AKs, right? We don't got room for a tank, but if you could throw us like nah. some anti-aircraft, like missile type stuff, we probably and maybe a, a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna need. We're a, gonna need a that. If you could get that to us, that'd be good, Joe. Uh, and then um, we'll also we'll you know what we'll do, you know, just for you. We're going to not like the Chinese and we'll shoot down balloons. We'll be your number one balloon shooter. Like, that's what yeah. you need. Like, we'll take the heat if, we, you know, like, well. You can blame us. You can like, blame we're us. A new, we're, we're a new nation. It. We're fine with it. Be like, oh, man, they just became a nation. Like They don't know what they're doing with the balloons. Week. Yeah. 
Yeah, they didn't know that you got to let the balloons kind of fly around a little bit before you shoot them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, just get back to us. Remember, Nation of Burlero. We'll call back. You okay? Yeah, no. That's, like, wrong pipe with, like, smoke. It was weird. Like, Whoa, hit this buddy. little... Dude, it's not even, like, a weed pen. It's fucking just, like, a tobacco pen. It just... I don't know. It caught me weird. Look, sorry about that. Yeah, well, and that definitely means you're going to survive the apocalypse. Well, you just almost died from a vape pen. It, I mean, it's just too much. Too much. When fun. the zombies come knocking, Owen's going to be crippled on the floor because he hit a vape pen wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. Let's switch gears. Um, no, oh, wait, r- real quick, Owen. Yeah. When. The nation, whoever invaded us and dropped all the bombs, when they in, when they finally take over after it, it clears was Greece, away, by the way, Greece, Greece was yeah, Greece it's def- did yeah it. definitely Greece. So when all the Grecians roll through America and they find you in your cabin, you didn't like mercy gunshot yourself. You like hacked up a lung with a vape pen. You died very. Uh, you died lonely, gasping for breath, unceremoniously. Yeah. And... Oh, so and. Not to mention, Owen, you, you did poop yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, that's pretty def- bad. Oh, yeah, that'll happen with me. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be, I will die in a pool of feces. I'm pretty confident of that. Like, oh, so confident. Yeah, I'm pretty confident of that one. Um, We'd like to talk about different, uh, you know, kinks on this show from time to time. Oh. And uh, I guess let's get a little, let's get a little kinky over here oh all right um i'm vanilla so this might be too kinky for me i'm not saying these are i mean we've discussed our types of you know kinks in the past but it's not what i'm getting into on on this particular show no no no. this is a uh a new kink that has you know popped up in uh the last couple years apparently oh a new kink yep is it double anal it Oh that's, all, that, oh, that's that's child's play compared to this child's play, sir. Child's Triple play. anal is nothing compared to uh, whatever you're about to that's say. That's very milk toast in, in, in compared God. to this one. So they're saying that this could potentially it, it's it's got a huge rise in popularity, and they're saying that it could actually be one of the next like sexual health crisis because a lot of people don't understand. That uh, this particular act can, uh, in fact, transfer STDs, including the herpes HIV virus, apparently. And uh, it, it, they had, it, there's not enough studies yet. They don't even know. It's so new. This this act, they don't even know. Hold on, Owen. Are you talking about wad anal? I am not talking about that. I, I, <laughs> and, and, you know, even I, I, I hope we never cross that bridge. I, I hope not. I hope not. But no, we're talking. We're talking about something called oculolincus. Oculolincus. Um, so I something. Uh huh. It's also known as worming in the. Before you even explain it, if any female who I was seeing, even if I didn't know what it was, yeah, was like, hey, man, you into worming. 
I, I was hoping we could do something special tonight. Maybe do yeah. a little warming. I'd be like, oh. no, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, I think it sounds like a pinky finger in the butt. Like, that's what it sounds like, warming to me. That's what it no. sounds like. What warming sounds like to me is a modified glory hole where I'm on a, like, a bed laying on my back. And there's a board directly above me. Oh, and your and I'm just like poking through. I'm just like, she's tickling it until it gets hard enough to like. Yeah, yeah, be malleable. Like yeah, yeah. wiggle out of yeah, the yeah, hole. Yeah, it wiggles. Oh, she's like, oh, I teased it yeah. enough. It's there. <laughs> yeah, and so it's a lot of like edging. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Which That's... actually, now that I think of it. Now that I know that that's not what warming is, no, it's not. I kind of want what I just said to, to be, be a new warming thing. or to yeah, it, you to just be something. In, you invented warming two You invented um, I will call it the the snake charm. That's Ooh, the bro, I'm gonna start a whole new porn category called Snake Charming, and yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. just modified glory holes. Yeah, oh, I'm ups, the best. Ups, <laughs> Porn King Snake Charming should be. I'm gonna have to write that down. I yeah. get. The, I Hold came on. up with the name. Come on, I get some credit. That's here. fine. Okay, we'll we'll share credit in that uh, we cooperatively came up with Snake Charming snake as charming. a sexual act. It, yeah, we finally did it. We finally invented. I don't have a pen. This whole t I need a pen to write down Snake Charming. You know, <laughs> Owen. I always said I wanted to leave my mark on the world. Yeah. Um, and I think I tonight. I think tonight is the contribution that I needed. Snake charm. I'm I'm writing the note. I'm writing it down. I mean, it's got to be written down. We're calling it snake snake charming. Yeah. I mean, I could see that being a thing. We finally uh, we're gonna have to put it in Urban Dictionary. We're gonna have to. We got a lot of marketing to do. I gotta get a lot. I got gotta, a lot of ground. I gotta start lot, making yeah. hashtag Snake Charming uh -huh. uh, on the FYPs for TikTok. Are the I women? Don't know how are the women? Are men or men? It's kind of like a no. Are, well, it's a women dominate thing because like you are laying under a yeah, board yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're peanut and you're just getting well. Teased. There's a submissive. There's a dom dominant and a submissive in the situation, yeah. regardless of gender, sex, or whatever orientation. Ooh, and I, I feel like this doing, I the person, the dom is the charmer, and yeah. the 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 sub the is sub. the snake. So and and but they can be snake charming. They can be yeah 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 yeah. Oh, you could do a uh, CFNM snake charming. What does that mean again? Uh, like clothes female, clothes female, nude male. Okay, yeah. But yeah, like the yeah. women are all dressed, you know, or I don't clothed I... male, nude female. I mean, could be could go either way. You could do. You I guess could... you wouldn't really matter because you can't see the guy Doesn't other than his, yeah, he's like... got a board on him. He's getting charmed. Other than his weenie coming out. Yeah. And it, and every one of the videos, it does have to do the... Well, no, that's how we'll... We'll have, like, a little graphic that yeah. pops up. Yeah, where yeah it's at like the beginning. A, a, little, a little dick snake, like, yeah. wiggling out of the But that'll play before. every t And when you know, when you hear that... And then I'll go... And then yeah. instead of, like, and it's like a dick, venom, and it, But it's like a dick. Like, yeah, and he goes... And it's yeah, yeah. We white know. Venom. You know, you know what it is. You know, well, I mean, I, we just rolled out the whole marketing campaign for it right there. We're good at this. I mean, snake. We why are, are we writing more porn? We have always been good at that and not good at this. We probably should just switch 
all of it to that and then like we'd be good like hold I, on i'd book it, i'd book it like wwe i'd have storylines in my porns i'd 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 get i'd get everything i'd be a great porn producer i think wait so what if and T, uh, I'm mailing this to myself to anyone who's hearing and listening live. I've yeah. already mailed this idea to uh -huh. myself. Uh -huh. um, what if we did a whole podcast where literally every week we'd go to Pornhub, just pick three porns yeah. over like five minutes, yeah, and then just do like play by play yep. and do like an hour podcast, and we just start because there's infinite. There is infinite I feel, content I feel, I feel like we couldn't obviously show it on a twitch stream we'd have to do this like maybe but, everyone, a... but we could just literally write the title that's on pornhub yeah, yeah, yeah. people and could literally could... watch it along and with it, us yeah i feel like this might be good patreon content maybe we'll do uh you know porn oh, we're gonna be fucking this porn is reviews. millionaire shit yeah this, millionaire is, this is a good shit. idea a good... and i haven't even told you what worming is yet yeah what is actual worming? Actual worming is this uh, incredible fetish for, of course, one's eyes. But the worming thing, it seems like the uh, the real wormers out there. What they're doing, Mike, is they're purists. Is they're either getting licked or licking. An eyeball, and that's what's that is that is what the thing is. They like licking eyeballs, which, if you think about it, the mouth, the human mouth, is one of the grossest parts of our bodies, next to assholes, oh, assholes, genitals, and feet. Right, and then it goes to mouth. It's yeah, it's, it's tons disgusting. of bacteria we eat there. Right, it's 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 a it's, a, it's an extremely wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a wet hole that exists yeah, in yeah. your mouth. Exactly, right. So does that feels like there's going to be a lot of uh, like pink eye scenarios going on. And pink eye is not just like doo-doo. Pink eye is just bacteria in the eye, whatever, right? So I feel like conjunctivitis, conjunctivitis is, yeah, is just going to go through the, through the fucking roof. window, bro. And if you can get, wait, you said they can catch the herp? They can get the herp, and I think I herp, I herp, and I think you can get eye aids. Oh. I think you can get eye aids. Like they're saying that it might be possible through the fluid Wait, transition. My, my eyes won't have no immune system. I mean, I I think you'd have to have like a cut on your tongue, right? So there would have to be blood if it's like AIDS or whatever, or HIV. Because you can kiss it, you know, but it has to be blood. It has to be, like, transmitted there. But I think if that blood were get in their eye, then I think you got eye, on, you, then you get eye AIDS. I had a girl who I dated for a while who liked to kiss my eyes. Oh, like, did she have this? But I, she might have licked my eye, like, not like my open eye, though. Like You've been wormed, bro. You've been kind of wormed. You've been wormed without. And this your was like a decade. A decade without plus. your consent. Without your consent, I think you might have. been. I didn't know. I've, you've been. I mean, I was a pioneer of warming. It feels like it. Because I would let this girl just kiss all over my eyes. 
Uh, I've I've read a couple of different reports, but um, there's somebody here uh, uh, called Rose. Uh, Rose has experienced both having her eyeballs licked and licking other people's eyeballs. Which does she she say gets her her rocks off more? Well, she admits that finding people who are entirely aligned with her eye-specific fantasies are few and far between. I've yet to meet someone who actually gets off on any sort of eye play. The closest is a partner who enjoyed licking tears from my face. Uh, that was pretty. That's ex- a weird power that's thing. That's a not, weird. Yeah, exactly. That's not worm related. No. That's power. Yeah, it's. Uh, she's like that was pretty excitement, uh, pretty exciting. But he never went into the eye, which was a disappointment. Um. But the the little lick alone does provide Rosa with heightened sexual satisfaction. What? Uh, she describes it as full body sexual excitement with electricity pulsing through your body before adding, it's not the explosion of an orgasm, but uh, the tense building of pleasure. It's pretty wild. So, yeah. I don't, I just can't, I, I don't see me finding any pleasure in that. The act, uh, this is coming from a doctor, the act of licking another's open eye or, uh, or ocu, again, oculolinctus uh, involves a transfer of mucus and fluid between two people, says Sean McCafferty, MDFACS, an eye specialist for Arizona Eye Consultants and associate clinical professor at the University of Arizona. STDs can be transferred such as HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, Warts and probably the most likely herpes, uh, most likely herp, herpes simplex or HSV. Uh, so yeah, you can probably get eye, uh, general eye warts, eye wart, ew, eye, war, eye syphilis, Whoa. eye warts, eye That's chlamydia, eye okay. crab. What about eye crabs, bro? I mean, there's already like little like lice that like live in your eyelashes and your eyebrows and shit like that. Yeah, it's true. But bro, having like eye crabs, that's fucking disgusting. That's pretty fucking disgusting. I thought it was worth mentioning though. I thought it was worth mentioning seeing as though that, uh, yeah, uh, this is like a new kind of phenomenon. And, um, there's a Uh, lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with the eyeballs. People are into, Eyeball licking. Uh, also, I think I think it sort of it involves because um, uh, like eye fetishism is like another term for it, but that's more like dicks all up like running, you know, like <laughs> you know, like yeah, just like. Blah, 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 like uh, uh, I will admit that uh, you know. Not so much with my wife, because uh, <laughs> well, she's you can't not cross certain boundaries, you know. I mean, um, yeah. But I did have a thing uh, with a girl where I like to get like right up at her eye, okay, and like she could close it. I didn't really care, right? But, like, right. So just busting right on her eye. So maybe, maybe you are kind of a you have been wormed, but I feel like. You've been a bit of a warmer yourself in the past unintentionally. Maybe you maybe you have more in in connection with this eye fetishism and warming than you than you knew than you knew that you did. I mean, maybe I'm a bigger part of this community than I ever thought or wanted to be. 
maybe it's like a new hobby a for new you. a new part of myself maybe yeah uh, you never knew it but yeah well you're both i would i would also say as the you know co-inventor of snake charming that yeah. you're that you might be just a bit of a pervert just a uh, you know i'll wear that mantle proudly yeah yeah, yeah. um oh and i did uh you know while we're talking about things that are kind of offensive to the eyes mm. um I wanted to talk to you about something that's been a little crazy as seen through my eyes. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, I started a new job, a second job, couple, uh, two nights a week. Yeah. Working for a buddy of mine at this little fancy micro kitchen in a food hall over on, uh, like, on Virginia. Still going pretty good? Oh, yeah, it's great. They they love me. They They see that I work really hard. And while I don't exactly know all the skill stuff they need, um, I'm down to learn. And I learned pretty well so that's great um there is i you know i asked because i was seeing oh i, I work at night um and it's kind of like a swanky spot um but we have a lot of uh people that as is described in the rest by the restaurant staff the people there suffer from main character syndrome so we get a lot of parties that come in, um, you know, four or five, up to like 10. I've seen this term like bantered around the Internet, like the main character mm -hmm. syndrome thing. And um, I think I know what it is, but it's almost just another. It's it's a gender unspecific age, unspecific version of Karen, right? No, not from what I can tell. Okay. So what, what I'm all seeing right, here right. and what I'm observing as this main character syndrome is these large groups of people. Um, now, most of the time, women. Um, but I, I've seen it in a couple male groups, too, where everyone is dressed kind of normally except for one. Oh, it's the show off. Is it show off syndrome? Is that what it is? That what it, it is? It might be just rebranded show off syndrome. Yeah. But it's yeah. this person clear, like clearly looks very different than everyone in in the guy case. Everyone else just like jeans and button jeans, down t shirts. T -shirt. oh, yeah, button down nice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy, big obnoxious, like fedora hat, uh, like crazy blazer, like what, like wild color scheme for his whole outfit. Sort of tacky. Kind of tacky. Uh -huh. Um, but it just seemed like the whole group kind of buzzed around is him. it is it like almost instagram influencer typey behavior is that part it, of it does that fit in with the narrative you're telling with several of the female groups that i've seen that have been labeled um with this um it does seem that way because there's a lot of people taking pictures but most of the pictures being taken are of the one person. Right. And is she dressed kind of slutty? And uh, let's just be real about it. Kind of slutty, tits out, like fucking. A, a little, a, a lot suggestive of cases, poses yes. And, um, uh, a lot of cases, yes. Um, but there's also, this place 
there's also a large like um you know black and hispanic population that yeah. frequent this place so there are <clears throat> a lot of very vibrant black women that come through and there's a lot more uh skin showing than i would think would be at like this level of establishment okay um, sounds like you got yourself a gig i mean it's 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 kind of interesting to watch like the people that come in there you're talking to um, a guy that you're talking to a guy that works at a theme park and sees all yeah. crossroads of life from all different cultures and oh yeah people dress differently from around the world and they are not dressing to be quote unquote modest slutty or whatever you know they're not intentionally but where they're from this is normal this is normal <clears throat> but my good god so i do have a question how many like uh you know white nebraska like people do you see out there just dressing very provocative like provocative for a theme park outing no none like that's mid no the midwest um they're dressing all of them are bigger and they dress for comfort their titties might be flopping around but that's only because it's like 98 degrees and yeah They've got to wear something so they don't die of heat exhaustion. Uh, True. They're not necessarily dressing for sex appeal. They're dressing for comfort. That's the majority. I'm just, if I'm being real, of your yeah. Midwesterners. Now, you got your Brazilians and you got like, That's even very. A, what's the interesting one? I always find this the interesting one because I, and I, being British, I pay special attention to British guests at the theme parks or Europeans mm -hmm. in general. But mostly the Brit, the mostly the Brits, and there are almost two classes of Brits. There are very normal, like run of the mill, dressed appropriately, like kind of athletic Hacky cargo shorts, kind of, polo or, or like shirt. a, or, or a athletic kind of gear, like stuff you would wear normally to the theme park. And then there are what I think Mark Hales would probably refer to as the slags. Uh, where it's yeah. it's the girls going to the theme park. They're way too young to be like they're wearing tube tops. They're wearing stuff that's yeah. like it's nightclub attire, if that makes any sense. They're wearing right. those high heat. They're wearing like stilettos and shit, and they're walking like in a theme park. Like, what are you doing? And they and there's so much makeup too with the, that is that is caked on the face that it's like the fake lip pump type shit. The, the all of that like. And, and I will it, say and it's Owen, interesting because it must be like a it's a British culture thing. Like that's yeah, like there's a, they don't they it's must be like one of those like I am this way, I don't leave the house without putting yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. this level of no, makeup. I, I think I think there's a lot of that, a hundred percent. Um what I will say, Owen, one of my favorite things when we used to go to uh was the thick British mom mm. who is who's got some something up some top. meat yeah 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 and just it's like an athletic top but yeah. it's just cut real all low all the way down i'm into that and those big I'm, I'm into that those big just milk white floppers yeah oh yeah yeah that was all i was always like it's mm. a good time like i'll oh, yeah. i'll look at them i will definitely look at because you well, there's like that cleavage line has to be 
almost a foot long in some oh, yeah. cases. Like, <laughs> at least an eight inch yeah, yeah, like, yeah. cleavage yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a large. Before it hits before shirt. Before it hits shirt. Like, it's a yeah. long cleavage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. That should be something we we classify here on the Ono Radio <laughs> Show. Like, cleavage zone? A long cleavage. Like, yeah. oh, look at this. Very small, tight cleavage zone. Yeah, my wife too tight of a cleavage zone i'm trying to all the time i'm like let those puppies breathe give me a little more you know cleavage and yeah. and, and and she's very modest with her cleavage zone i would prefer hey. a little more cleavage zone yeah with my wife you know um, uh, but you know and that's the kind of thing i i think we should address <laughs> i'm not a big fan of the v-cut like dresses you you cut uh, what do you, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to. Uh, so you've seen like the new style of dress where it's like it V's like the v neckline is a V. Oh, neckline. OK, I was thinking yeah. like waistline. I'm like, yeah. no, like yeah, the yeah. Neckline, neckline cut on dresses. A V cut. Nah, uh, it's a smaller cleavage zone. I you cut. I think I might be with you yeah. on this, Mike. I think I might be with you on this. You get a mm -hmm. wider, because you get almost the temptation. You're getting close to a side boob. You're not there, but you're getting get close, and that's enough for me, because I'm side boob crazy, love side oh, boob, yeah. love under boob, love top boob, but I like, I mean, I like all of it, but that's just You get, do get a little yeah, piece on side boob. It's, I, uh, I think you do. And see, V-cut, if you go super deep, then you get some side boob, right? Inner like, side. Inner side boob. I prefer outer side boob to, of inner, to inner side boob. I'm with you. I'm, I, I Outer side boob yeah, is the, that's is the, the superior and that's, side it's boob. It's the superior side, side boob. We now, need to invent unless... dresses that need to come like... You know, around like sleeveless dresses, and they come in around the outer side boob, oh. tailor in around that, that we get a little, you know, that action. That's what I think we need to get. In I'm, I'm with you. I think, hey, no, Norm, Norm's out there with the uh, our friend Norm in the chat Was with he? the angler fish. Oh, uh, he's angling, reminding us, reminding Man. us of the one of the dopest fish of all, <sighs> angler fish. Uh, there's people out there that are are coming. There, we're gonna we're gonna do a dope fish reduce at some point. But we gotta have Ty here for that, and we gotta. Yeah. Have, and, and I think there's even some people that have. They're they're kind of there's people come coming for your gold here. They're they're challenging for your dope fish title. Oh yeah, they think they can beat Angler. Oh, oh Owen, I wish there was a way that I could just punch it so that it would just be me just straight to the Twitch feed for a second. Uh-huh. But I, I want to look at you people on the Twitch feed, and I want you to know any day, any time, you want to run up on me for dope fish, be ready. I mean, it's a good dope fish. It's Open good... invitation, baby. We, we will also be playing dope at the very, very end of the show in Ono 2.0 yes. later on yes. tonight. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about yet, but we do have a dope later for you. But what I did want to talk about before we get to that, before we even go to break, is that, Mike, there's so much going on in the world today. We've got, we've got, you know, flat earths. We've got we've got Chinese satellites shining lasers. 
We've got spy balloons flying all over. And so it's conspiracy season here oh. on the radio show. And that brings us to this week's sort of uh, this big thing. And, and yes, this week we've got a, a new big thing, Mike. A big thing that oh. I wanted to talk about. And it's a series of conspiracies that I... Found through the internet, I've been I've been um, man I, I've been deep diving into this one because right. because I've always been obsessed with you know like kind of fan theories fan fictions on you, you hear them all the time about like yeah. Toy Story and Disney and Pixar movies and and so I wanted to kind of find some ones that I was just like you know there's so many out there. Let's do stuff that's, you know, projects and, and things people have never never heard. Like these these are the more right. you know outside the box ones. Uh, you've seen the list that I presented to you. Oh yeah. Have you have you uh, heard of most of them, any of them, or all of them? Okay. Um, I've definitely heard of several of these. Um, you know. The Ferris Bueller, I've definitely heard that one. Okay, well let's let's um, let's do all the ones that you've heard of first, and then we'll yeah. get into the other ones, right? So so what's the what's the first one? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. the Ferris Bueller one. Yeah, the Ferris Bueller. Yeah, one. that this was all just something that happened. Although I heard it as uh, like Cameron's dream. Um, well, but Cameron is sick, right? So so the whole yep, idea he's is having like a fever dream, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what occurs. So yeah, the the whole concept is and the conspiracy is that Ferris Bueller is not like the whole movie is not real, that it's all just a fever dream in Cameron's imagination, which yep. kind of does make sense. Mm -hmm. It's it's, you know, Cameron is the um, the nerdy, unsure uh, guy. He wants to like get the girl and go on like do all these grandiose things. Doesn't have the balls to, so he lives Just. through a fever dream fantasy of you know kind of through the Ferris Bueller character. I think yeah. I, I mean it is it is it is it has some merit, right? Like that's well, if you if you kind of break it down, um, there's. Part of it where like the whole day was just like a a dream um, and there but there are people that take it farther that because you only see this one instance of their life um, that Ferris Bueller is actually like it's a fight club style scenario but that he never even exists that it's a created character completely. Yeah, that that Cameron just made him up in this dream, and this it's that part of Cameron that he wants to be because he's just like he's so unsure of himself, and you know he's wrestling with all this stuff uh, about college and everything. He's just he makes this person up to just, and you know then lives this whole dream. I love it's it's kind of outlandish. It is, but I think it's I think it's actually pretty like dead on if you really want to, you know, analyze the movie if if you want to like I I think there's, you know, I I don't there's not more a ton more evidence, but no. Um I've also uh I didn't really ever do any digging, but I had heard before um and 
uh, the Jetsons and the Flintstones were actually the same time period. Yeah. It's just the Jetsons lived above the clouds and exactly. It's like, it's, it's a rich people, poor people, like, you know, uh, uh, kind of classism sort of allegory in a sense. And they, and that, yeah, like the, the idea, didn't is they run at identical, like times? pretty much identical times. There are, there's a character. There's like a fucking alien character. I forget what his name is. Gazoo. Um, Gazoo. He goes, but he goes between both worlds. So if that guy's going between both worlds, they're there at the same time, kind of, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, and they, they never, know. they never show you anywhere where the Jetsons are like on land. Mm-mm. Everything is in like these one of these little domes in their up sky in the cities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's entirely possible. I. Oh, I, that one, that one is more believable than some conspiracy theories I've heard about movies and yeah. television. Yeah. What's the other one you heard about? Um, I believe I've seen something on TikTok about uh, Jack from Titanic being a time traveler. Yeah. It's, um, it's, just because he, he's kind of in the right place the whole time. <laughs> There's a couple things right at the end. Well, there's a couple things in uh, and you can look it up. Uh, but uh, I know that one of the main tenants is he carries a backpack. Backpacks really like weren't invented at that time. He also references being uh, going on a roller coaster like in, yeah. in America. A, a roller coasters that are the first roller coaster didn't come until like. 15, 20 years after the Titanic sank. Uh, um, so, so historical uh, detail, if nothing else, historical details on the movie Titanic like <laughs> were shit. Um, and then I think uh, there's another couple big points. Did you? Um, there was one about how uh, he has to win a ticket onto the Titanic because he doesn't have any currency from the time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets- um, he has to like gamble his way on. Um, when he has to prevent like her from killing herself because it would have disrupt the, the whole timeline. So he's a time traveler making sure that she has to fucking die or, or, or doesn't die, you know, because if she kills herself, the whole progression of everything on the Titanic yeah. doesn't happen. So that, you know, like it yeah. ruins, ruins um, the there's, timeline. It says here, Jack's hairstyle, cigarettes, and backpack were all also invented in the 30s and early 40s, yeah. making nearly every aspect of his character representative of a man out of time. And I do think this is interesting. Like, I know we can always just say, oh, well, that was just bad research, bad, like, you know, uh, movie history, movie historians not doing their job. But this is a James Cameron multi, multi, multi-million dollar, like, film interesting little things for them to have missed you know what i'm saying like it, it feels very it jack does some of it feels purposeful yeah jack mentions fishing on lake wasoda an artificial lake created in 1917 um what you mentioned uh he mentions riding a roller coaster at the santa yeah. monica pier which doesn't exist until 1916 um also uh Let's see. Yeah, da, da. yeah. basically, he needs to stop her from committing suicide so that she could live past the Titanic. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's the that's the kind of general theory about it. It's pretty good, though. I mean, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it. 
Uh, which one do you want to hear about? I can tell you, I can walk you through any of the other ones I, I, I do on the list here. Um, so oddly enough, Owen, this Titanic myth mm-hmm. or the Titanic conspiracies, uh, run that, um, in the Terminator world that, uh, I guess rose from the Titanic is a bloodline it, you know, it runs the oh, bloodline to okay. Sarah Connor. Oh, all right. Um, so that they have to do this time travel hooey so that, you know, Sarah, Sarah Connor, Connor can defeat, can defeat the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Man, it goes deep. Oh, yeah. They. I mean, James Cameron, too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all related. Yeah, and that's what they, that's why they're saying it. They're yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. has to work that way. Has, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the idea. Which one are you going to get into next? All right, so I want to hear um, how Breaking Bad is a prequel for The Walking Dead. So this was from the earliest season of Walking Dead. Uh, first off, did you watch? Well, I, no, you, you know I enough. watched the original season. Of I Walking watched the Dead. first two seasons of Walking Dead, but yeah. I have never watched Breaking Bad. Never watched Breaking Bad, but at least you know that it's like about a guy and he creates meth and he uh, he creates this like super awesome meth. Because he's, um, chemi- he's a chemistry he's a chemist teacher, guy, right? But it's blue. It's 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 got this special blue color. So in yeah. the in the first season of Walking Dead, there is of course you know Daryl, you know uh, mm-hmm. that guy that rides the motorcycle and whatnot. His brother is Merle, who is like he the scumbag drug dealer that kind of turns right. on him. They're like stuck on a roof at some point. Well. And Merle dies. He dies within like the he dies within that first season. It might be the end of it. I can't remember. I but, think that yeah. But um, it's it's very heavily noted that this guy has created, uh, or sorry, is selling this awful uh, drug that is turn like uh, there's a line in there something about like not turning people into zombies but close enough right like yeah and and i think it was sort of around that time that the like all that like uh bath salts shit was going on and whatnot right so the um he eventually merle drops like the drugs and the there's a shot big shot of the bag and it's full of blue meth Walter White's Whoa. Walter White's signature meth also could have just been a little Easter egg because both shows were hot. One was like AMC was kind or um, Walking Dead was coming up as uh, Breaking Down was coming down for a landing. If you want to know what I mean, like it was getting out. It was, it was finishing so its it series. was finishing its series while Walking Dead was getting really popular and it was starting. So I think it could have been a little bit of that and okay. and AMC both on the same network. You know, like, let's throw a little, like, you know, hinty, hinty tie in here. But right. interesting to think, like, what if Walter White's, you know, meth is like the source of the, you know, the zombie, the zombie apocalypse? apocalypse. Like, I believe it. It was good meth. It's good. So good. So, and it's um, Brian Cranston who fucking rules. He would, he would have that sort of power. I love that guy, by the way. Oh, he's great. I love um, him. How did Kermit cause 9-11 okay. you're gonna have to look this one up as well this is the one i okay. wanted to talk about the least because i knew this was gonna hit you hard man i know you're a muppet guy 
Um, oh wow, I I barely got Kermit C A U, and it's like Kermit calls nine eleven, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my god! I'm surprised you haven't heard of this one. This one was like this one's more. It's become like an internet meme, and uh, and there are tons of pictures of Kermit sipping like the Lipton iced tea ad, and behind him there's nine eleven going on, but there's more to it than that. It actually comes. Oh shit! I hit my microphone. Um, there's actually a ton about this, and the origin is. Let's see. Uh, I think it, yeah, it comes from a Mary 2002 film, a Mary Muppet Christmas movie. I have it right here. I can yeah. Do you want to take over? It. Yeah, help me out. Yeah. So um, in the 2002 TV film um. Merry Muppet Christmas movie. An angel shows Kermit what the world would be like if he had never been born. Uh, during that sequence, um, it shows Kermit in front of the Twin Towers, uh, which otherwise do not exist in the film. Um, it goes deeper than this, man. You got to keep going. You got to keep um, going with. So, yeah, it basically it keeps going. I'm only at the beginning of this. Holy shit, dude! It, um, is... it says that just by Kermit existing, it implies that in the universe where he doesn't exist, yes, that the twin towers are still standing. Obviously, it's just they filmed the movie before 2002, right? When the towers stood, um, <laughs> but the theory submits that yes, with Kermit existing, uh huh. That the Twin Towers fall because there is a universe where he doesn't exist and they stand. Exactly. So Kermit's responsible. Yeah, he's got to be. That's, man. I know. Kermit. I knew I knew it would bum you out. But how? <laughs> what I want to know is how. Oh, dude, if you want to do a follow-up on this one, by I'm all means. You're, yeah, you can... Cause I, know I might have you, to contact Samantha. You'll do some research. You'll yeah, but uh, but Kermit definitely right. definitely uh, responsible for the last method. one. I wanted to know about Dora the Explorer is hmm. visually impaired. How can she be an explorer if she's blind? You think about it though. What does she do? You ever seen an episode? You ever seen any of it? I have. Show me where to go. Yeah, where's the thing? Show me where to go. The thing's always right in front of her goddamn face. Viewers of and she can't she fucking, can't fucking see, see it. it. Holy, one second. Let me look up for <laughs> the explorer. She can't fucking see shit. She can't see shit. She's blind. Motherfucker's blind. She is, and you know, it would explain how she is so cavalier. Yeah, stumbling in, around society in the woods and shit, just, just whatever. Well, like, even in self-described elements of danger, she is just she whatever. Whatever. She doesn't Woo! see. She doesn't see nothing. She doesn't see nothing. That's that's the whole point. She she does have a like a helper. Yeah. Like every every like, person in the fucking woods helps her. And a lot of blind constantly. people help. You know, we gotta help blind people every once in a while. Um bro, literally every one of her friends is constantly doing shit for her. I know. She no, might that, she might forget be a little them, slow. Forget, 
she might be a little slow. Not just yeah. I was a... gonna say, forget the fact that uh, she may be blind. Yeah. One, she's just a bad friend. <laughs> she doesn't help them out ever. No, she's always like, "Cool, we got here. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. She doesn't. Thank you. Bye. Oh, hey, Benny the Bull. You just uh, you just got me all the way across the river. Yeah. I'm out. No. Peace. Dora, she she's kind of dumb and uh she's got wait, she's blind. got a talking map and plenty of blind people yeah. have devices yeah. that talk that are to basically them. talking maps. She's blind, this bitch, bro. This bitch is blind. This bitch is blind. Dora's blind as fuck, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would understand it. She comes from a country with poor health care. That's so. fair. That's fair. We got two more on this list that we have to talk about, though. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. Um, Tremors and Footloose taking place in the same town. Completely makes sense. You got the Kurt Russell connection. They're both in kind of the desert. They're in these weird little towns that are in the middle of nowhere with conservative governments. So when Kurt Russell, he gets done with all the fucking dancing. But guess what woke up the worms in the first place? It was all that goddamn dancing that was going on in the town. That's why the townsfolk are like, no more goddamn dancing. You can't dance here in the Footloose Town, whatever it's called, because those worms from fucking uh, Tremors, they hear our vibrations from our dancing, and they'll come fucking eat us. Makes perfect sense. So... In essence, the mayor wasn't being like a killjoy. No, he was he trying was saving. He was saving their whole town without inciting a panic, which is what would happen if he would have said, "Like, hey man, hey, there's, we, a, there's bunch a bunch of, bunch fucking... of worms out there that'll eat you. Don't be too loud. No dancing, or else the yeah. worms will get you." Yeah, that would. You know what? Maybe he should have gone with that message entirely. Should have ran for president. Well, and you know what? The first thing you should have done is when Kevin Bacon's fuck ass showed up, been like, hey, man, no new people. Sorry, we're in the yeah, middle yeah. of a dancing. We're in yeah. the middle of a dancing lockdown. We got, and we got sandworms out there. That, no, we're, no, no rebel upstarts. OK, no, no, no. you can't. I can't be having you ride around town on your loud, cool dude motorcycle. Or like revving that shit to impress girls when I've got an issue with my fucking tremor things over here. Trevor's rules, by the way, it's um, it's a good movie. It's a Uh, solid. Hold on, what? It I if I if I'm correct, um, Kevin Bacon. He does not drive a cool motorcycle in Footloose, Owen. Do you know what he drives? What does he drive? A yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, well, those things, they rattle. That is. Well, they shake, is, rattle, and roll. That's 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 what I would call a tremor sandworm like lunch. Bro, yeah, that is not a pussy slaying vehicle. No, right it isn't. There. I wanted at least like a Firebird. A good, yeah, a big, good, oh, uh, sweet Pontiac. A Trans Am like, of some, yeah, I wanted, 
I saw, dude, I saw a Pontiac Firebird in like pristine condition in my oh. factory parking lot the other day. Black, white interior, gorgeous, dude. Like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, why is this part? Like, yeah, it was that black with that, like, you know, like the gold striping. Like, the, oh, like, yeah. Oh, dude, it looked fucking. Ooh. It almost looked like Night Rider. You know what I mean? Like it was fucking that's a dope ass fucking car. I'm like I'm getting a little chub just uh It was parked next to me. It. I'm like, why would don't park next to me? Like I will Oh, you get so nervous. You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ding this guy's fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. priceless but Pontiac. It was, it, and... Like it was way too expensive or nice of a car to be parked in that factory's parking lot, right? Like that's something that I don't know, man. Park that in the garage or something like that's that's. Uh... Oh, and I do remember uh, a time when I lived in a rent-controlled apartment. I was I was eighteen. I lived in a rent-controlled apartment, and I would literally drive my piece of shit Honda Civic beater to to my apartment every day, and I would drive by brand new. Like Chrysler 300s. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. motherfuckers. Like, what? Well, how? How? I'm so poor. I but know. I, I do. I do enjoy when you see an out of well, place it's, car. It's different though. Like, it's not just a nice new car. This is like a pristine, restored. Someone's yeah. taken a lot of care and time on this. Like, I don't know. Maybe their daily driver. Like was in the shop and they had to take this to work or something. Well, that's, gotta that's, take the Trans Am. I feel like it is probably that, right? Like, ah, but I'm like, I want to. I, I I waited around for a minute or two. I'm like, maybe he gets off at the same time as I do, and I can. There, you know, like, there's a talk. To there's that a guy. kid. Um, there's a kid who works at the biscuit company right behind my uh, full time job. Biscuit. Who company. drives uh like an '80s IROC Camaro. That's uh, kind of like what you're talking about. It's not like be- super beautiful, but it's been kept in like decent shape. Yeah. Very like good condition. I love seeing um, those cars. It's fun as fuck. Like, and that's, but, and that's what's interesting is the cars from our youth or just before it. They're all classic cars now, right? Like it's it's oh like they're, they're antiques. Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. Forty years old. Exactly. Like it's nuts. Like like the cars that we remember, even from like when we were starting to drive or close to that age. So we're there. There's, there's a ton of cars that we just won't see ever again. Um, my car, basically I would have gotten, if I would have gotten my car brand new, I would have got it my sophomore year of high school. That's how old my car is. That's yeah. 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 yeah my car was brand new when in, I was in when high you school. Were in, yeah. In high school. My buddy though, he got a um a cutlass supreme. Like Oh, an old cutty? An old cutty. I'm like, God damn it. There's there's just so many little like things. Like you remember you forget about like the push button, like to like open the handle and like the sound and smell of the door and like the the click of the like the the, the seatbelt, like the seat well that yeah, and the and the um the locks, right? Like the Yeah, the they look like little uh, i would call them like golf tees they look like golf tees almost right like those ones and just like just everything about it i'm like "Ah, i i 
There's something it about something uh, about it. It's it's like it's like a tactical thing that I I think that I miss from my childhood. And it's and it's not like it. This was a luxury car even back then. It was just super. It was like a grandma car, right? It was yeah in a garage for forever, perfectly maintained. You know, she used it for like you know. 500 miles a year or whatever she did right and, and, you know ran it enough and and and, and it's in, yeah just like great shape and and that thing is just like but it's got a goddamn engine in it too and it's like jesus christ like my grandma before she died uh you know she had told us this story when she was young and her and my grandpa first like got married he bought her like a uh, like a brand new like red Mustang and you know she would drive around town and basically like blow the doors yeah. off all these <laughs> and you, you gotta imagine this is back in like the 50s yeah, yeah. and like when like holy shit hot rod lady driver yeah but yeah she would just like blow yeah, yeah just like roll yeah. up and just like smoke dudes in her mustang there, and, and there then, is something you know. it's, it's to, that's totally like that's hot right like a chick in like a badass muscle car just fucking knowing, well, here was like, the problem um you know when they got to be older and my grandpa got in his accident that you know they got like half a million dollars oh wow so she went out and got herself another yeah she did mustang good for her um no bad for her she she got in so many accidents because she would literally as soon as the lights were green like pedal to the fucking floor shake rattle and roll yeah dude she was like chirping off every stop just gun and we eventually just had to take it from her yeah it's so sad Uh, that is sad but there's some there is something awesome about it there's something awesome about it i mean good for you good for you so there's one more um that scooby-doo yeah scooby-doo is a show entirely all about a bunch of kids trying to escape the vietnam trap oh shit so number one they have no destination ever right no Ever, ever, like, they stumble onto the haunted fucking bookshop or library, wherever the fuck it end up, some haunted house, right? They always stumble upon that. Um, Then you look at the characters. So, oh, prior, the idea is that if they're they're stumbling along, they're probably trying to get to Canada. And And it can also, it's some people have analyzed it where, like, the weather sort of would sort of look like how they were going north and right and it gets snowy throughout the season and it gets snowier <laughs> they're like they're almost making it up to canada um was there ever an uh, so look at the characters just... look at the characters they're all draft yeah. dodgers right you've got the pretty guy that they wanted to sign but he was too in love with the hot chick that he couldn't leave her behind. Yeah, you're not going. That's I'm not going to Fred, war when Daphne's here. Yeah, Fred and Daphne, right? Like, so yeah. they're like, "Oh shit, we got to team up with this with these two fucking this hippie, Shaggy, Shaggy who's definitely not going to war. Fuck, it's all about and this women's right activist promo. Yeah, and 
they've got a talking dog and we're all gonna do drugs and we're gonna go up to Canada. It's about right. dodging the goddamn war. You know, it does it does kind of make perfect sense. It does. I, I, I guess my my big question that I was gonna um ask was there a final episode to Scooby Doo? I don't know. I mean, I guess it de- it it depends how you define it, right? Because it's gone through so many iterations. Because they went, you know, I I guess if you're looking at it from like the original Scooby Doo, there might be a final episode, but then it goes into like, you know, they get did the whole like, they've they've re kind of imagined it and re like done it so many times. Okay, so I'm looking at the me- that message might be lost by now, but I just think that might have been the original concept. So the original run of Scooby Doo, where are you? The last, it looks like the last episode is season three, episode sixteen. The beast is awake at the bottomless lake. At bottomless lake. Oh, I wonder. Uh, we should we should watch that sometime and see if there's any subtext in there that uh, tells them if. I mean, do they? What is it? The beast is in the lake. The what? The beast is awake at bottomless lake. Oh, that they're talking about America. They're talking about oh, they're uh, <laughs> December twenty third, nineteen seventy eight was the original. Yeah, oh, but they're, date. they're still mad. Like we're the war's done by then. But like they're mad. Yeah, still. they're mad. They're mad. Well, I mean, Scooby Doo can only. I mean, once you started running, now you're draft dodgers, and you got to keep. Yeah, now you, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like they're 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 working on like you know. They want to get clean. Black rights. Oh, but they're 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 also like they're hanging out with Black Panthers, you know. Like oh, well, well, yeah, of course. They're they're definitely like like I'm black and I'm proud. They're doing a lot of that, but they're not. But like, and by this point, Daphne and uh, Fred, yeah, Fred, they they've um they've developed a bit of a drug addiction. Like they're more than just the reefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. Scooby and Scooby, Velma, like Velma's even kind of like over weed, but she still hangs with them because they're like, it's free weed. It's, you know, just, you know, you know. Uh, like Shaggy's all still in it. He's he's on acid now. Like he does a bit of LSD. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. He's he's tripping. A lot it doesn't of mon- really help them like projections of the monsters and everything. No, no, no. But... But he, he does a lot, a lot of mushrooms. And uh, and then, yeah, I think I think. Coke for probably yeah Fred and Daphne probably get a little bit of a little cocaine habit you know well that's why they they go off alone because you know sharing coke with two people is way different than yeah. sharing coke with five people oh, they do coke and they fuck like rabbit they fuck hard real quick you know? just the, the good fuck though you know like yeah, oh, yeah slap slap you know one of them and then then they go back to you know and then. And then, you know, Daphne licks Fred right on the eye. Worms him good. Worms him hot warming. He actually, Fred looks like he would be into snake charming. Oh, yeah, of course. He wants to. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be. He's so dominating all the rest of his life. He sometimes just wants to be. He needs to be a bit charmed. He needs to to be charmed sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to call Fair. I'm calling Fair Villa directly after this show and be like, "Do I have an idea for for you?" you. <laughs> oh, God. Bro, imagine snake charming tables take over the porn market. I mean, there seems like there's there's money to be made here. 
there's something there's something there there i don't know what it is but there's something we gotta go to break though we did a uh, pretty long first segment Woo! um we uh we will not be getting time for ono 2.0 unfortunately but that's just fine because me and mikey will keep holding down the this. fort We've got some clips in the second segment. Plenty yep. more to discuss, in uh, even including uh, at the end of the show, and you know another rousing game of dope. And uh, yeah, plenty more to talk about. Like I said, you keep your snake charmed, and we will get back to you in just a few minutes. Four zero seven nine zero six six four six six. If you do want to call in, the phone lines call will in. be open in that second segment. Give us a ringy-ding-ding if you feel call like man. it. Those of you listening on the Twitch, stick around for just a few minutes. We'll call it, hey, about, I don't know, we'll call it 1020. Then we'll start back up. That's 14 minutes from now. And uh, we will be back for those of you on the podcast feeds. Well, you'll be back when I post the next goddamn episode, which will be on Sunday. So, yeah, it's Mikey. Sunday. Mikey. Oh, yeah. Facebook.com slash group slash show on a radio show. Always forget that one. Join that group. It's a lot of fun. Join the group. And we let you know when we're doing the show. Mikey, what are we saying? We got out here for the first time. Oh, I do believe it is. Um... Yeah. Just a few. Love you. Like a drink. <laughs>